welcome to Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. I'm Don Shaline, and I'll tell you that the scene before me this hour is pretty impressive. I'm in our largest studio here at BYU Broadcasting, and I am looking out into the faces of 130 dedicated singers, the sopranos, altos, tenors, and basses of the Southern Utah Heritage Choir. The group has traveled 260 miles to be here to perform, and I want to begin by thanking them for coming. The Southern Utah Heritage Choir is a volunteer community choir that gathers each Thursday evening in the historic St. George Tabernacle to practice sacred hymns and anthems, as well as a smattering of Broadway, folk, and gospel tunes. The choir includes members from all faiths and walks of life and is a treasured fixture of the Southern Utah community. Now, the choir has performed across the United States in the Czech Republic, Armenia, England, Scotland, China, Mexico, and the Yucatan Peninsula. Their upcoming musical tour will be to Ireland, well, they're, where they will perform at Christ Church in Dublin and St. Mary's Cathedral in Killarney. Since 1994, the force behind the choir has been the choir's founder, conductor, and artistic director, Floyd Rigby. I'm going to chat with Floyd throughout the show, but first, let's hear the choir perform. This is All That Life Can Be.
Listening to the Southern Utah Heritage Choir performing on Classical 89 and Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Don Shaline. That was All That Life Can Be, a beautiful number from the Southern Utah Heritage Choir. Uh, by the way, throughout the program, Nancy Allred will be performing on the piano for the choir. Right now, though, I want to talk to Floyd Rigby. Floyd is the conductor and founding director of the choir. He received his Bachelor of Arts degree from Southern Utah University in vocal performance and earned his master's degree and pursued doctoral studies at the University of California, Santa Barbara. Floyd, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Don. Good to see you again. Well, it's, it's wonderful to be back with my hometown crowd here. I uh, spent a lot of time down in Southern Utah, and uh, uh, Southern Utah is famous for its Red Rock Canyon, so as they say, I've still got a lot of that red sand in my shoes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Floyd, tell me about the people of this choir. We've got 130 today who are with us. Normally, you have about 170 in the choir, right? Yes, well, there's nearly 200 members, oh, but 200. with the uh, activity levels and all of the various uh, demands on their lives, it's a little hard for them to all be in one place at one time. So we appreciate the fact that sometimes family takes precedence, and uh, we're just glad that we have this group here with us today. I'm so happy with them. They become part of the family. Uh, we treasure the company that we share with each other, and uh, we try to make every Thursday night a moment to remember, contemplate, and hope that that will lift them in their lives and their, and their daily uh, activities. Now, as they perform and practice, this is a volunteer organization? Yes, sir. Yeah, not only do they volunteer to sing, but they have to buy their music and their wardrobe and pay for their travel, as such as coming up here today. So it really is, uh, they are sharing with us uh, beyond just the, the beauty of their voices. They, they put a lot into this. Uh, yeah, we have a belief that all gifts come from God above and that uh, talents are a part of those gifts, that talents fly on the wings of spiritual gifts and that God gave us these and that we'll report back sometime what we did with them. And uh, it's our belief that, that uh, we want to do our best to use them, no matter what our age, you can continue to grow. So we have young and old alike here, and I'm so grateful for the time that they put in. Well, we are grateful, too. You know, listeners might think that this, uh, this choir has grown gradually, but it sounds like it, had, it came together kind of all at once. Is that correct? Well, it began as a dedicatory choir for the St. George Temple Visitor Center at the invitation of... Uh, uh, then-director Dixie and Ann Levitt, uh, who are very familiar names. Uh, he ran for governor of the state of Utah at one point, and what wonderful leaders they were. We started out with about 100-plus singers, and then the choir has regularly stated about 180 to 200 singers. So at that size, uh, 200 singers, is that common across the United States? Are there a lot of choirs of that size? Or well, not common? only is it not common, but uh, to travel with a group that size is even more uncommon. Mm -hmm. And what they have done, what they've been able to uh, accomplish is uh, almost incomprehensible. Floyd Rigby, thank you for being here with us. We're going to hear a few more numbers from the Southern Utah Heritage Choir. Fairest Lord Jesus, do not let your heart be troubled, and my comfort by day, my song in the night. Thank you. 
You're listening to Highway 89 on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio and Classical 89. I'm Don Shaline, and this hour features the 130 voices of the Southern Utah Heritage Choir. We just heard Fairest Lord Jesus, Do Not Let Your Heart Be Troubled, and My Comfort by Day, My Song in the Night. Now, this is a choir that has had plenty of foreign adventures. They've played across, or performed across the United States and the Czech Republic, Armenia, England, Scotland, China, Mexico, and the Yucatan Peninsula. And their upcoming musical tour is going to take them to Ireland, where they're going to be performing at Christ Church in Dublin and St. Mary's Cathedral in Killarney. Now, Nancy Allred is the associate director and pianist of the choir, and she's also an associate professor of music at Dixie State College, where she chairs the piano faculty. Uh, Nancy, I'd love to talk with you a little bit about all this traveling you're doing. It sounds like you're you're a jet-traveling choir. <laughs> is this, uh, well, well, typically, how long was a, will a concert tour last as you travel? Uh, eight to nine days. Eight to it's nine a little days. over a week. Is there any time for sightseeing in that? Uh, we do. We we uh, have a very heavy schedule when we're touring. Uh, typically, can have a couple of concerts, a noon concert, an evening, and we'll jaunt around castles or wow. you know different yeah. places and city tours. It's really exciting. We come home with a lot of uh, knowledge about the country. So you must make a lot of great memories. We do. You went recently to China. We did, in 2009. uh, When when was that again? 2009. 2009. And uh, any specific things that stand out in your mind, things that were memory-making in in that China trip? We were invited to uh, be part of the Shanghai International Choral Festival. So there were, I don't remember how many different choirs. Uh, There were youth choirs and... Uh, double quartets and others, and we each performed a short program as part of a festival. And then the following um, day, we we uh, recorded live with a, a audience at the Shanghai Concert Hall, which was broadcast in radio and television, an entire concert, and that was very memorable. How, <laughs> the people did... were so receptive. I'm going to say, how did the Chinese audiences receive you? Uh, They loved it, and when the concert was over, they clamored to the stage, and many choir members were able to interact with uh, uh, Chinese, wonderful Chinese people and young children, children especially. That was very poignant. Nancy, as as you travel... uh this is like an eight- to nine-day tour. That's that's a pretty quick uh, round trip. Any jet lag or uh, you, you, <laughs> you get worn out doing that kind of touring? Um, we've done several. T- I've been to Europe several times, but the China trip, I never did acclimate to the <laughs> Still trying a 14 to get over hour it, huh? time difference. <laughs> so it was rough there, and it's especially rough when you come home, as we all know. Well, Nancy, this is beautiful today. We're so grateful you're here, and thank you for being with us. We're going to hear some more numbers now from the the uh, Southern Utah Heritage Choir. We're going to hear, first of all, Who is Sylvia? Uh, a George Shearing melody from uh, William Shakespeare's play Two Gentlemen of Verona. The text comes from that. The Colors of My Life from the Broadway musical Barnum, and then Once Upon a Time from the musical All-American with music arranged for choir by Audrey Snyder.
You're listening to the Southern Utah Heritage Choir of St. George, Utah, performing here on Highway 89. I'm Don Shaline. We just heard Who is Sylvia, The Colors of My Life, and Once Upon a Time. Beautiful, beautiful music, Floyd. It's, it's a pleasure to have you here. I, I have to say this. And, and having lived in the St. George area for close to 20 years, I know what a treasure this choir is to the Southern Utah area. Uh, do you, uh, I, I remember you are called on often to perform at community events and things like that? We typically do the seasonal functions, Christmas, Easter, patriotic events, Flag Day, Veterans Day, and then we do some concertizing in between those. Uh, for years we've done some 22 concerts a year. And uh, it keeps the choir busy all the time. Sometimes I think we ask too much of them. Where you only rehearse once a week, it's very difficult to get that much music under your belt. And, uh, but I just feel like the cultural arts are the very fabric of a community and wonder what a community would be like without that to express these feelings during special times, especially the conditions that our world exists in right now. Absolutely. If you were to give advice to any community out there, this is a nationwide broadcast. Any uh, advice to anyone who is thinking, wouldn't, how could we start a, a choir like this? Any advice you could give them? Well... I just think uh, it's a blessing to a community, and someone once said that it's just amazing what a few people can do if they set their mind to it, and in fact, our nation was built on the thoughts of a few people, and if they want to have, uh, if they want to have choral music in their community, it's going to start with one or two people. That's great. We can all do that. Floyd Rigby, thank you again. We, we're going to hear another one from the uh, Southern Utah Heritage Choir. Uh, now we will hear Take Our Lives.
This is Highway 89. I'm Don Shaline, and this hour features the Southern Utah Heritage Choir of St. George, Utah. We just heard Take Our Lives. Floyd, uh, we've been talking about the choir a lot. I'd like to talk about you a little bit. Uh, you have got to have gotten the, the roads in and out of St. George now pretty well. You're traveling uh, all over the area as well as the world. Uh, that's quite a bit of commuting. It's a lot of driving, and, and actually, I read the newspaper and a magazine on the way up here today. My car just knows the way. It does. That's good. <laughs> you have one of those smart cars then. Yeah. Right? Yeah, good. <laughs> I'll warn the drivers around you. <laughs> well, you know, we've been speaking about the music uh, and actually letting it speak for itself. It's, it's so beautiful. But tell us, from your point of view, why do you choose the music that you do? What is it about the music the choir performs? Well, the mission of the choir is a very sacred mission to bring people closer to the Savior. I notice, as people are talking on the radio nowadays, that the general media refers to the prominent church in Utah as the Church of Latter-day Saints and chooses to leave the name Jesus Christ out. Uh, that hurts my feelings. Uh, I think it's a time to stand up. Uh, someone has said, in fact, it was a quote that came out of a recent uh, release that I believe it's by uh, Elder Holland. Surely there is a way for people of goodwill who love God to have taken upon themselves the name of Christ to stand together for the cause of Christ and against the forces of sin. Our country's in, our world's in such a state of disarray, and my belief is, and the choir's belief, and our musical belief is, there is one answer, and that light will come from our Savior and Father in heaven above. That is powerful. What more powerful way to do that than through music? T tell us about these next two songs. Well, uh, the choir, we've had a little program that we've tried to uh, give a little bit of variety, and what more can we do than, than praise our country? And so we've asked uh, Emma Nelson to come and join with us as soprano soloist and, and sing Oh America. Uh, it's a beautiful song that was actually written as a piano solo, and, uh, and along came a man and said, hey, William, I think I know some words to that. And then uh, the Celtic people got a hold of it. The Celtic singers got a hold of it and made it world famous. And then we would like to sing a beautiful rendition that I think answers the great need in our country and in our world called A Prayer for Our Time, written by a wonderful man by the name of Joseph Martin. And it was in commemoration of September 11th and the trials that we endured from that, the words, I think, are the answer to every need that we have in our lives. Floyd Rigby, conductor and founding director of the Southern Utah Heritage Choir, now performing O America and a Prayer for Our Time.
You've been listening to Highway 89 on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. We just heard the Southern Utah Heritage Choir singing O America with a solo by Emma Nelson and a prayer for our time. And I want to thank the choir for traveling 500 miles or so round trip to be here for this broadcast. And also thank you, Floyd Rigby, for all that you have done both today and also at the outset to make this happen. Boy, it's indeed a pleasure. And we, uh, we love sharing our music and we love this state and we love this university and love this uh, beautiful new station that we've had a chance to see and tour. Well, we, we hope to have you back again. Thank you again. Floyd Brigby is the Artistic Director of the Southern Utah Heritage Choir, one of its founders. Nancy Allred is the choir's Associate Director and Pianist. The Southern Utah Heritage Choir is a volunteer community choir that performs sacred hymns and anthems, as well as Broadway folk and gospel tunes. The choir includes members from all faiths and walks of life and is a treasured fixture of the Southern Utah community. The Southern Utah Heritage Choir performs concerts year-round, including free Christmas and Easter concerts in the historic St. George Tabernacle in St. George, Utah. More information about the choir and their upcoming concerts is available online at heritagechoir.org. For this special edition of Highway 89, we recorded in our largest studio here at BYU Broadcasting. It's called Studio C. Uh, so that we could accommodate all 130 or so voices of the Southern Utah Heritage Choir. The studio isn't usually outfitted with a piano, and so we want to acknowledge Brigham Larson Pianos of Pleasant Grove, Utah, for bringing one in specially for this. We welcome your comments and questions about this program. To contact us, simply send an email to highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. And I'm Don Shaline. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>